y'all, it's Caroline, and this is the Truth Talks Podcast, where we believe that God's Word has the ultimate authority, and that freedom is found in truth. So let's dive into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Truth Talks Podcast. I am Caroline Harris. I'm your host for this week. I'm your host every week. I don't know why I said this week. It's me every week. Sorry, y'all are stuck with me. Um, man, I, I I promise every time I sit down to record a podcast, oh my gosh, there's another plane. We have airplanes going around. We have the trash truck that came around. Thankful, so thankful for the people that fly planes and um, collect trash. But the vehicles, yep, there they go again. The vehicles that they use are very noisy. Um, And so I don't know if y'all can hear that or not. The ones earlier were really louder, so I actually had to restart. But we're just gonna, we're gonna power through it. So today's episode is gonna be a little bit more vulnerable uh, because I'm gonna be talking about what I've been going through in the past couple months. And originally, I hadn't even planned to talk about this on the podcast at all. I had something completely different planned for this week, but the Lord works in mysterious ways, so this is what we're going to go with. Um, Yeah, so I guess just diving into it the past couple months, I have felt distant from God. Um, I haven't felt close to Him at all, I guess you could say. Like, I haven't felt His presence or I haven't felt His love um, in quite some time now, which is, is really hard. And so... Within the past week, the Lord has kind of been opening up my eyes to some things, which has just been so sweet and beautiful to see how he has used this time um, and this loneliness, this spiritual loneliness that I've been walking through. Um, and and he's ultimately like teaching me so much from it. And so I just want to share that with y'all, uh, what the Lord has placed on my heart and what he's taught me through the season of when God feels distant. And so I sat down the other night just to kind of write out my thoughts on this. Um, wasn't planning on doing a podcast over it. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll write like a short little caption um, and post it on Instagram or whatever, just just to let y'all in a little bit. But the caption ended up being almost a page long. So <laughs> we are going to do a podcast over it and I'm just going to read it to y'all, which is kind of letting y'all into my unfiltered thoughts and that's a little bit scary but we're gonna go with it and then after I kind of read y'all what um, the Lord had just kind of placed on my heart we're gonna expand on it we're gonna talk about it we are gonna dive into it so I'll just start us off by reading my jumbled thoughts on a page (laughs) I don't feel close to God it feels like he is distant and it has for months I have evidently seen him move in my life, and he has kindly answered prayers, but I haven't heard his voice or felt his love. I miss his voice. I miss my friend. I miss my father. No, he has not left me. He has not abandoned me. He is near, involved, intentional. This is what I know. This is what truth promises me. But what we know to be true doesn't always change how our hearts feel. I am in what some would call a spiritual valley, but from this valley, I will praise God that who he is isn't based upon how I feel and that his promises towards me don't change according to my feelings. There are a few things that I've been reflecting on. One, 
Being in a valley isn't dependent upon my performance. My tendency at first was to think that God was displeased with me, that I was doing something wrong, not trying hard enough. I've been going to church, Bible study, small groups, serving in my church, reading my Bible, and praying. I've been doing everything quote-unquote right. Although if someone wasn't doing these things, that could be an explanation for why they feel distant from God. The hills and the valleys are not dependent upon how obedient we are being, how well we are serving, and how much we are reading. God is not transactional, and who he is towards you is not dependent upon who you are towards him. He is near to his beloved ones always because he is good, and he allows us to go through times where he might not feel as near because he can sovereignly see the beautiful good that he will bring out of it. Trust in that, not in how the valley feels. The second thing I've been reflecting on is that everything is going right in my life, but I feel empty. I have good things happening, but they only bring me happiness for a time, not joy. Joy and contentment will be found nowhere, in nothing, in no one, other than the Lord. Stop looking to the next thing, because it won't fill you up. If you cannot learn to be content in the Lord in the season that you're in, then you won't be content once you get to the season you are striving for. Contentment doesn't come from what we have going for us. It comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. Teach your soul to be satisfied in Him. However, with this thought, it leads me to another question. If nothing can bring us contentment other than Jesus, why are we ever jealous? The idea that we lack something breeds jealousy, but what you are jealous of means nothing. It brings no life, and if what you were jealous of was given to you, it wouldn't bring contentment, fulfillment, or satisfaction. To think that it will is a lie straight from hell. Psalms 34.10 says that those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So seek Him. Do not seek Jesus plus whatever you think will make you happier. If there was anything, anything in this world that would satisfy your soul other than Jesus, God would have told you. But He in His wisdom knows that the perfect body will leave you feeling broken, a new relationship status will leave you discontent, and that talent, gifting, or skill that you desire won't fulfill you. So, anyways, that is kind of what the Lord has been opening my eyes to as I've been walking in this season, and it's been so sweet to learn those things um, and to have my eyes open to them in new ways. And I'm going to kind of briefly dive a little bit more into the main two points that I've been reflecting on. But yeah, like I said, my tendency at first, after a few months of kind of walking through this, my tendency was to think that it was my performance, that there was something I was doing wrong, that something I wasn't doing enough that was inhibiting me from being able to feel like God was there. And it it was confusing to me because I'd come off such a, if you want to call it in Christianese terms, I'd come from such a spiritual high from the last year. Like, man, my freshman year in college, like, man, me and the Lord, we walked through it. And I was just so enthralled with who he is um, and, and, and felt so close and in relationship and in fellowship with him. And then we jumped to okay, he's called you to start a podcast, and I actually start it, because it took me about a year to actually start the podcast, Um, but we jumped to actually starting the podcast, and 
it feels like he's been so distant. And it's been weird because like I said, I've evidently seen him move in my life. I've seen him answer prayers, but that relational connection has been missing. Um, and it just creates this ache and this loneliness. And so, yeah, my tendency was just to think like, am I doing something wrong? Am I not seeking him enough? Am I not pursuing him enough? Uh, Is there something I'm doing that is inhibiting my relationship with him? And like, these are good questions. Like, I do think that we need to evaluate our life because if you're not doing any of those things, if you're not seeking the Lord and you're not surrounding yourself with community and you're not trying to be in relationship with him, yeah, that might be the reason that you feel distant from God. But if you're like me and somehow by the grace of God, you are seeking him, you are doing all of these things and he still feels distant, cling to his promises, rest in truth. And it's hard and it doesn't feel good. But if you choose to believe in your feelings that tell you he has abandoned you, that he is distant from you, that he is unaware of you, and that he doesn't care about you, then you're believing a lie. And you are allowing your emotions to tell you of God's character more than you are allowing God to tell you of his character. Um, And we have a choice. Like, we have a choice to believe in truth or our feelings. Because Jesus died on the cross, he gave us that freedom. And we always think, man, like, oh, the cross equals the forgiveness of our sins. Yes, it does. But it also means freedom from sin. Like, the cross was not just for the forgiveness of sins, but also for the freedom from sin. And the freedom from having to believe lies. We get to choose truth because of the Holy Spirit. And so rest in that truth. Don't allow yourself to become overwhelmed and wrapped up in the lies that your emotions will tell you that he's abandoned you, that he is distant, that he doesn't care, and that he's uninvolved. Because it's a lie. Every time those lies pop up into your head, go read truth. How do we combat the lie? We read truth. And not only all of this, but if we think that we did something to deserve the valley, then we in turn think that we did something to earn the hilltop. Like if we think that poor performance is what causes the valley, then we think our good performance is what earns us the hilltop. And you begin dealing with this false idea that you, even at your best self, could possibly earn or deserve anything from God. Like, let me say this again. Who God is towards you is not dependent upon you. It's dependent upon his character. God is not transactional. This is not a you do for me, I do for you. God is steadfast towards you because he is good. And the second thing that I've been reflecting on is that everything is going right in my life, but I feel empty. And not only that, but that sense of feeling distant from God created that ache inside of me, that loneliness. And I was trying to fill it with all of these like good things that are happening in my life. Because like I said, like, and that's not to rub in anybody's face of like, oh, like I have good things happening in my life. Like, I want to sit here and tell you like there are good things happening in my life and it means nothing. Like without God, it means nothing. It does not provide contentment. It does not provide joy. It does not provide satisfaction. But I was trying and and chasing all these good things that are already happening in my life. And I was trying to find contentment in all of these things because I was discontent. 
So let's turn to Philippians 4.12. And Paul is writing to the church of Philippi. And he says, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And here's what, here's what we need to catch. Paul did not say, I have found the secret of contentment when I am in need. He said, I have found the secret of contentment both when he had little and when he had plenty. Paul is communicating something very important here. He is saying that in situations where you have plenty, you still need to know the secret of contentment because contentment is not found in having plenty. It is found in a savior who died on the cross. It is found in the strength of the Lord. Like glory be to God, I am on the side where I have plenty, but it has been so sweet to see, hey, this is still not it. This is meaningless. This plenty, this is not what brings me contentment. This is not fulfilling me. Everything that I have going on in my life, it's not the secret of contentment. So drop the lie you keep believing that tells you, if I only had this, I'd be happy. I'd be content. I'd be satisfied. It is a lie straight from hell that will keep you striving and running in the opposite direction of God. Do not pursue the things of this world. Don't buy into the lie that tells you that that would make you happy, that that would make you content, that, that, that then your heart could finally be at rest after you reach this certain achievement. Because it's a lie. If you can't learn to be content in the Lord right now where you are in this season that he has you in, you won't be content in the next season, even if the next season is where you wanted to be and what you thought would cause you to be content. You will not be content if you cannot learn to be content in the Lord. And then just to expand from this is like, because I was discontent, I, I was jealous of others. And it's like, if nothing can bring us satisfaction and nothing can bring us fulfillment other than Jesus, why are we ever jealous of anyone? Because let me tell you all from experience, jealousy will rot inside of you. And, and it keeps you from being happy for others. And it's just this miserable place to be in. And the idea that you lack something breeds jealousy. But Psalms 34.10 tells us that those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. But do we, do we believe that? Do we believe that we actually lack no good thing in the Lord? Or do we have jealous hearts seeking to find contentment, joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment from something that someone else has? And man, what a miserable place to be. And my prayer is that our hearts will find contentment in the Lord. That we would be able to see that the things of this world that we think will bring us contentment won't. How kind is it that we don't have to strive to find our own fulfillment? We don't have to strive um, to other things and look to other things to be content. But Jesus says, look to me. Like, look to me. I will fill you. I'm it. Like, I'm it. There, it doesn't get any better than this. Like, I am what you need. Come to me. Yet we turn away. Y'all, we've been given fulfillment. We've been given contentment and it's in Christ. So we've got to train our hearts. Ask the Holy Spirit to help train our hearts 
to believe that. And I know it's a struggle because I'm obviously walking through it and I'm still learning and I'm not doing it perfectly. But that is my prayer for y'all and that's my prayer for myself. That is all that I have for you guys today. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you back. Bye.